Good day, good evening, good afternoon, depending where you are. Uh, this is the Synergy Podcast. I'm Shavar with the, my co-host Geronimo. <laughs> Geronimo, that's funny. You know, I get that. I get that once a day, bro. <laughs> well, guess what? You should have got it twice. <laughs> I love it. I, I've I've learned to embrace it. Honestly, I love it. You know, people hear my name and it it, it makes them react. So I, I love I love that that aspect of my name for sure. So let's let's get to it, man. Well, first and foremost, let me let me stop. Hi, how how are you? You know, I'm okay. I'm doing well, feeling good. Um, yeah, some interesting news. You know, some people really close to me got you know tested positive for COVID. So it's 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 moving. It's moving through our population and our loved ones, and it's it's getting closer and closer to home now. So and that, and that's unfortunate, you know. And I, my my my. You guys are in my heart, the love and all that, you know, because I know you and I know, I know, I know, I know someone else who's, who's part of your life who is uh, affected by it. So, you know, my prayers are with you guys, you know. As far as me, how's it going, man? I'm going to be very honest, man. Um, I live for these podcasts, you know, doing it every week because it gives me something to look forward to because, you know, we're in this quarantine. I, I, I said to myself, I wasn't going to say quarantine or COVID-19 or they just rock, like a rapper right now. Or, or coronavirus is like I want to stay away from that, but this is our reality. This is where we are. So I mean, having this podcast, you know, is something to look forward to, to remain positive and and, and have a um an outlook. But you know, um, today's a new episode. Today's a new day, and today we're gonna to cover some something a little bit more personal. And I'm glad you started it off with sharing something personal, like you're talking about. And what I want us to do is, you know, today we can talk about. Um, our childhood, and how do we define our childhood? Anything before the age of twelve, you know. I mean, I hope you're not thirteen. You're not thirteen, are you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be cheating. <laughs> so, anything before the age of twelve, you know, and, and let's get personal. Let's share some memories. Let's share some thoughts. Let's share some, let's share some embarrassing moments. Uh, this is this is our time to to develop something, especially with the listeners. So, I'm gonna. Hit you with the be- with our first question. I don't mean I don't mean to hit you because this this may trigger something. But our first question about um, our childhood is: uh, What's your earliest, mem- earliest earliest memory of your childhood? One that you can re- remember. Go for it. Earliest memory. This was a, this was a challenging one. You know, and it, it's funny because we have some more questions set up. Um, so, like my earliest memories, I feel like are tied into our other questions, like embarrassing moment <laughs> or like other things. Um, but I think my earliest memory, uh, instance was, was kindergarten. Um, and there was like a picture there that we were having. I remember wearing, I remember exactly what I was wearing. I had like this green and black shirt on. Um, and they had me pretend to be, to write in a book. Like, like I knew how to write already. <laughs> and they took a photo of me writing. And then we created these, like, these like noodle art. I don't know if you I don't remember the like elbow macaroni art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah spray painted and go with my, my picture in the middle of it. It was super cute. Um, but yeah, that's like that right at the moment is like one of the earliest things I remember ever like completing and doing in my childhood. So so they let you use spray paint? They, <laughs> you know, I think they did, bro. I think they did. <laughs> it was, a, I guess, adult supervised spray painting, but. I wish they let me use spray paint. I, 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 that's a whole other topic, you know. You know, shout out to all my graffiti artists out there. Um, 
I have several memories, and you when you said the the picture day one, it kind of triggered something in, in, in me that mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't a good memory of my childhood about picture. Oh day. no! So I'm not gonna even go there. So don't. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't because I don't want to, you know, bring people down. It's a bit sad, and if I told this story, you might cry. I don't want any tears. But a memory I'm gonna go with is uh, when I was younger. I think I was about the about four or five, and I I'm. I'm and you know, I live with me and my mom. You know, we lived in Hart. We still live in Hart. Well, she lives in Hart. We both live in that together. Anyway, she lived. We lived on 132nd Street. And I remember um, going in the closet. I don't remember why I was in the closet. And I found this toy truck. And I was like, "Yo!" I didn't say "Yo," <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, "Wow, there's a toy truck." And I go to my mother, so who's that truck for? And she got pissed. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. She was like, she was like, it's for, it's for a friend. It's for another child. <laughs> so I was like, damn, dude. I didn't say damn when I was like at that age. I was like, oh, man. And I was sad and all that, you know, that this truck was going to another child. Like the whole time, the selfish four-year-old, or however old I was, would be, why can't it be for me? Why you have, why? And I, I didn't say this to her, but I said it in my little head, why Why can't this be for me? Why are you giving gifts to other kids? Well, the fact forward, because <laughs> you're not the kid, that's what happens. Oh, man. So, so fast forward, you know, lo and behold, the truck was actually, it was a, um, like a, not a dump truck, I forget what the, like a sort of like a bulldozer type of a truck. One of the trucks, the, the construction trucks, we, I guess they picked something up and it kind of opens up the, the cradle and drops things out. I don't mm-hmm. know what that's called anymore. It was actually for me and I got it for as a gift for Christmas. So, and then, you know, as a dumb little kid, I said, I thought this is for the other kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Oh, man, I love it. I that's one it. of the that's memories. I, I, can, I have a ton of memories, but that, that's one that stuck, sticks out to me. Um, that's a good one. And like we said, we're gonna we're gonna get personal, and we did share this in a previous episode about our dads and how you know our, our dads weren't really in our lives, you know. Um, so what I want you to do, we we actually reconnected with our dads later on, but I want you to share. We both can, we both will share. Like give us give give the give the world a memory as your childhood that you have with your dad. For sure. Um, you know this is this is a good one. I I don't have like any hard memories. Of like, bef- like of of being with my dad. Like I I do remember his presence though. I remember being with him and doing stuff with him, like driving in cars with him, and like going to work with him, and like being in his presence and like sharing in his like his energy. Um, but I don't have any like hard memories out like I, before this before this major memory, which was uh, going to his court dates. Actually, <clears throat> go to the one six one courthouse in the Bronx, right right around the Yankee Stadium, um, and I remember. Uh, going to court and not really understanding what I was there for, honestly, because I was so young. So, like, as a kid, everything is kind of fun, right? <laughs> so we're there, and, like, I see my dad come out of this room and these two guys next to him, and he had this book in his hand, right? He had his, his hands behind his back and this book in his hand. And I never really understood as to why he had this book in his hand, but then at some point I saw him without the book, and it was to cover handcuffs, right? So I'm like, whoa, that's like, as, as in the dorm, I'm like, wow, that's why he was wearing it, right? Because he wanted to cover himself up. So that was, those are my, my earliest memories of like, of, of my dad, like that I can picture in my brain was like going to his court date and like seeing him there in trial. Um, I think he was wearing a suit, not too sure. Um, and then of course, being a kid, I remember lunch because we, we would get McDonald's. So like that, 
as a kid is just like it's life <laughs> it's life for you so yeah oh wow i mean that's pretty cool you actually i'm glad like i like to listen to people when they talk because you kind of trigger something in my head uh-huh. about my dad you know and and, and, and so forth uh, what I do want to share is I'm trying to figure out what would be the best memory. Um, I do know that my dad uh, had a, lived a different lifestyle, not had a lifestyle that, I mean, he lived a different lifestyle, you know, a, a, a lifestyle that would be commonplace now to some people, you know, which is not a positive lifestyle. People, rappers brag about this particular lifestyle, you mm-hmm. know, and unfortunately he got caught, you know, you know, in that, I mean, the listeners, you can interpret what I'm saying. He had caught in that lifestyle. He ended up jumping bail and leaving the country. And I'm probably sharing too much of that. You know, I, I hope the statute of limitations is over <laughs> so he can still live his life. But as far as like memories, you know, my, 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 when, I, you know when I was six years old, my mother actually explained to me why he was gone. Okay. So at a very young age, I learned why, you know. But memories, I know through his, his lifestyle, he was able to obtain finances where he had multiple living spaces. So I remember him having a, a, a duplex place on West End Avenue. Remember going to the second floor and, and he had a guitar there, a little, you know, so I'm like, dad, my dad had a guitar. I never heard him play it, but I'm like, why do you have a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, he had him having this guitar, you know, and having like this, uh, like a, I guess like a peloton. What's that? A peloton? Like the, the, the stationary bike? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I remember this stuff vividly, dude. Like you know, I remember them awesome. building these uh, bookshelves that he ended up both three. They built three. I was there when they built them. Three of them. When he ended up leaving or whatever happened, they were distributed. To I know I got one for my bedroom. My cousin got one, and, I, and it was a. I got the white one. He got the yellow one. And it was a red one. I'm not sure where that went who got the red one. So they built these bookshelves. In addition, he owned a brownstone. And I remember going to the brown, being in the brownstone. Actually, the, brown, the the bike and the guitar was at the brownstone. He had a brownstone, I remember. And it was cool. We had this little old lady who lived in the basement. Who was a sweet lady. I don't remember her name, though, so long ago, where he, well, she just lived there. And she was nice and what have you. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop because like, I have more memories from that time came up. And I'm going to just give you one other place I can remember that he owned. He actually owned another place near Mount Morris Park near our, our main offices. And he actually had a, a pool table in the apartment. So I, I remember that as a child. So that was one of our, you know, uh, memories. And I can go on and on about memories of that particular time with him. Because, like, you know, you kind of like, it's like a person who I have family members or friends who've been to jail and they were in solitary confinement or, or, or and they come out and what keeps them going is those memories from the past. So when you see them again, they they have vivid memories or vivid images of what they once had. And they can talk in detail about, yeah, oh, remember that day? And like, you're like, dude, that was like 15 years ago. But in their mind, it's like, that's, that's what kept me going. So I kind of- so as far as my dad, like, you know, that th- those are the memories I had of him. So it keeps, those memories keep me alive. You keep it, not keep me alive, but keep, those memories keep him alive in my head. And then, you know, cause I have two two other well, more than two of the siblings, but two, two other siblings that were at, at age with me at that time. But we spent a lot of time together. We were really close at that time, you know, but you know, when it happened, 
you know, things happen, you know, we move on. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, so I do want to move on to a next question. And the next question is, uh, what is your most embarrassing memory from your childhood? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to, to note on what you said. It's funny, as you were speaking, it's, you're right. As you talk, it starts triggering other memories. As like, oh, I remember that too. Like, things like that. So, yeah, but for the sake of time, we'll <laughs> keep moving on. Most embarrassing memory. All right, so I got to take you guys back back to kindergarten. So, uh, for all of my Hey Arnold fans, I went to PS118 as a, as a child. So, hey anybody was Arnold. a Hey Arnold. <laughs> Move the football head. Right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. <laughs> so, I, I, I went to PS118 growing up um, in kindergarten. So, um, most embarrassing memory. All right. So, kindergarten. I apparently pooped myself, right? And didn't know, right? To teach, so, somehow the word got out. Somebody smelled it, I'm assuming. And everybody everybody went off to lunch and I was kept behind. And I was like, I, I didn't really understand it. They had, sat me down on the chair and they put like garbage bags on the chair. So I guess I wouldn't dirty the chair. Um, and then they brought me my lunch upstairs. So I'm like, why am I eating lunch by myself? <laughs> like kind of thing. Uh, and then my mom came and like brought me a change of clothes and Shout out to my mom. She left me at school, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> although, you know, I had this embarrassing moment in the accident. She was like, you know what? This is too early in the day. <laughs> she left me there. So, yeah, that was that was from, from my childhood, from 12 to kindergarten, whatever. That's that's what I like being my most embarrassing moment. So, yeah, you just triggered something in my head, too. Which I'm not going to share. <laughs> I'm going to keep that one to myself. So, um, when I b- below the age of twelve, I'm not sure how old I was. I probably was like twelve or eleven, maybe even ten years old. So I have this cousin, right? I'm gonna say his name because I love him. His name is Caesar. We call him Beans, and he actually <laughs> his 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 middle name is my first name. He's my younger. He's like two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and he's in he, as a kid, you know. I guess it, when I realized why he was doing what he was doing because he thought of us as his brothers and he loved us. But he would be do some annoying, I almost cursed, he would do some annoying things. <laughs> <laughs> so he would do this one thing, yo, like before he leave the house, he would hit one of us and run because he lived in the same building. He lived on the second floor like we lived on the fourth floor. So he would hit one of us and run downstairs. So this one time I was ready for him. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. So he hit me, I'm gonna grab him and we gonna, we gonna tussle, whatever, whatever. So this particular time, <laughs> he does the hit and run. Hits me, run, and I chase him. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I didn't think this through. This is where the embarrassing part comes. I, I, I didn't. I didn't think this through. I chase him outside. I'm not. I don't even like. I black out. It was so embarrassing. I blacked out most of it. Like I don't even remember if I caught him. So I ran outside and I ran outside in my tidy whities and a t-shirt. Oh no. <laughs> and, I hope, and I hope I had socks on. I don't even remember. I remember like holy crap. And I had, you know, slam locks with apartment doors. So my door, the door locked behind me. So I was stuck in the hole in the staircase in my tidy whities and in my t-shirt. Dude, how I got back in the house, I don't remember. <laughs> did I did I catch up to him? I don't remember. I remember sitting in the steps with my t-shirt oh, no. over my knees, trying to hide, trying to hide my tidy whities. That's so funny. So 
were you wearing baggy clothes at that time? Was that was nah, that? Nah, I was a kid. No, I was a kid. I'm like, no, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I'm at the age my parents buy my clothes, when my mom buy my clothes. So whatever my mother buys me, I'm wearing. I'm not, I'm not oh, a little no. where I make decisions. Say, mom, buy this instead of that. I'm at an age where it's like I'm at the will of whatever my mom brings home that I gotta wear. So That's so funny, bro. So yeah, I t-shirt and my underwear on. I think it's safe to say Caesar Caesar got the best in you in that exchange. Oh, he definitely did. <laughs> I'm gonna send this. I'm gonna send this episode. I'm gonna make sure he listens to this. That's gonna, hilarious, I'm gonna, bro. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure. <laughs> All, All right, so I guess you. I, I got it. Uh, next, next one, right? Is what games did you play? You know, and what did you do as a child? Uh, games that I played as a child. I played quite a few games. Um, games that I can think of right now. Um, I played Skelzy. Lot or depending on depending on what part of New York you lived in, it was either called Lottos or Skelzies. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. So this is a street game, but it's a, it's a box with numbers, and you use a top that's either filled with wax, gum, or clay. And the object of the game is to get to one box to the number, the next number, uh, in order in sequence. So it's like you get to one, to two, to three, whatever. And I think I think it went up to twelve. Or probably higher. I don't. I, I don't. Don't quote me on that. And then you become like a king, or, or or whatever, whatever the title was. You got to knock other people out. So that was one game. So like I said, depending on the depending on where you lived in the five boroughs, it's either called Lotto or Skelsies. I think in Harlem we called the Lottos, and like other boroughs, other see in Harlem we think we're a borough, but other parts of the city they call the Skelsie. Uh, whatever. Um, I'll I'll give you like one or two more. We played this game called Hot Peas and Butter. You ever heard that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, as far as I remember, we did a lot of, oh my God, this is embarrassing as a kid. But I, I look back at it, we did some dumb things. So apparently, you get, it's either play with a belt or a rope, a jump rope. Okay. And, and someone listening to this, correct me, send me a message. And you would, someone would hide this, this particular item. And you, the object is to go find the item. And once you find it, that's when we hide the cold, close. So it's like when you get closer, it's like you're hotter, you're hotter, you're colder, you're colder, you're, you're the further you are, you're warm, what have you. And you find the item and you whip people with the item. I don't understand what's going on. Joe, inner city games, man. I do. I'm going to give you one more and then I'm going to stop. Uh, what else do you play? We played this game called Red Rover. You never okay. read, so Red Rover, red, so you, so it's, so the object of this game is just two lines of people. And you, to so say like uh, Red Rover, Red Rover, send Geronimo right over. And Geronimo's task was when, when one team says that Geronimo, whoever we call on, they're, they're tasked with coming, they're, you're tasked to running through us and breaking our chain. And if you don't break, so you break the chain, you know, we disperse. If you don't break the chain, you get added to our group. And our group grows, and the other team does the same. You know, if not, their their group shrinks. So those are got it. That was, that was also, pretty cool. I like how more do, but I'm a, we got for for the sake of time. We can keep, keep going. Moving. All right. Um, growing up, uh, I have a few of them, man. Uh, red light, green light. Oh, I played that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, Monopoly was a game we played. Monopoly a lot for some reason growing up. I don't think we played it. I don't think we played it the way it was supposed to be played, though. I don't think we played it the way it was. Played. Yeah, like I think we were like, just too young to like really follow the rules. To be honest with you, um, dude, I, I just I just learned that there was uh, recently I learned about mortgages in that game. I, I never knew how to mortgage off my property 
You should see your wow. face right now. Yeah, that's like, I didn't well, know they had mortgages either. Yeah, so you just learned that. How old were you, were you like, today? So, so you mortgage off. Your, I don't want to mess you up, but so you mortgage off your property to stay in the game. I didn't know that was a thing until like a few years ago. Right, I'll give it back to you. Go ahead. Go do your thing. Yeah, yeah, that's super complex. <laughs> um, card games like uh, two of a kind, three of a kind were big. Um, Video games, because this spans from you know from your young childhood to twelve. Um, that I was uh, I was twelve around two thousand and one, so PS two was around. So like that was huge for me. GTA three was a big big game that I played as a as a child. Formative years shaped my brain. I shouldn't have played it, but I had an older brother. He had access to it, so that means I had access to it. Um, yeah, and that that definitely shaped my brain for for years to come after. That. I'm not gonna front. So, yeah, so those are the games I played growing up. You want me to take the next one? Yeah, go for it. All right. So, all right. Uh, what do you appreciate the most from your childhood? Um, I appreciated uh, honestly spending time with my siblings. I'm one of seven. Um, and the way the, way the age, age brackets work, um, my four, the four, our the four youngest, like we were all at, at they were, we were all children, sort of at the same time. So like spending time with them was just great. Um, my older brother and sister, they were, they were teenagers, so I kind of looked up to them. So I would like spend as much time with them as possible. And like a big thing we would all watch together was uh, wrestling. So back then, back in the day, it was WWF, the World Wrestling Federation. Now it's World Wrestling Entertainment, so it's different now. Um, and TRL, TRL was those that I looked, I looked, I looked forward to, man. Um, wrestling and music videos. That was, that was a big part of my, my childhood, man. I, because of that to this day, I love NSYNC. Guilty pleasure of mine. Wow. I have, and I have no qualms about it, bro. Breaking <laughs> like, news. Yeah, the, the beginning of JT. Love it, bro. It's good. It's all good for me. So for the <laughs> listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, JT is Justin Timberlake? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I just want to make sure because I am not a fan of that group. So nothing against. Don't lie, Shamar. It's okay. No, no, that's not gonna happen. Um, I mean, I do like. Don't get it twisted. You know, Crimea River is dope. Like, you know, like, the whole album is dope. So whatever. Uh, so as far as me, what did I appreciate? Oh, you. I'm sorry. You done? Are you yep, done? We're good. So. What do I appreciate from my childhood? Well, being able to go outside, dude, like, like the freedom I had to roam the city, man. I mean, I, you know, the things that we do, the, you know, having water fights in the summer. I looked, I looked forward to summer, man. I looked forward to having water fights, going to the pool. You know, I looked forward to, to, to playing with my friends and my cousins and being outside, riding bikes and stuff like that. So I appreciate like the summer, like dude, the summer is important to me. Like I'm born in August, so why else? Why wouldn't the summer be important to me? I mean, that's the only thing I I would say about my child that I didn't like. You know, this isn't about that, but my, like all the kids that have their birthdays during the school year, and, like the summer comes, like I'm like, who the hell is coming to my party? <laughs> so, Aw, yeah, man, I get that. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I appreciate the most from my child is the summer. So. So let's let's wrap this off. We got one more. So let's do this. Right. Do this. What is your last one? What is your most defining moment from your childhood? Defining moment. Okay. Um, this was this is this is a, this is a good one. This is a doozy, as I like to say. So 
Um, growing up, right? DOE, New York City. Um, I got left back in the second grade, right? I was supposed to get left back in the second grade, right? Whatever it was, I don't know. I think, I think, I think I was slow to reading. I didn't pick up reading so quickly. Um, so I, I don't think I could read yet in second grade. So went through my first year of second grade, failed, got my report card back. They was like, hey man, report back to the second grade next year, right? So time comes, summer's over, whatever. Time comes back to go back to school and we the have is lining up. So they're like, hey, go to your respective uh, second grade class, right? So I go to my second grade class and I'm standing there, I'm waiting there. And I see my friends from the year before at the third grade line. And I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to be on this line. I want to go to my friends. So I honestly, I just followed them. I just went with them to the third grade. I get there and they, they're doing roll call now, right? They got, they're checking who's there and they, I'm not on the list. So they're like, what? They're like, you're not on my list. And I was like, you, I don't know why. I was like, I'm supposed to be here. And, you know, I kid you not, Shavar, they like, they, they checked for the ra- the remainder of that day and they just left me in the third grade. Wow. They just left me. <laughs> so you didn't get left back. So, you- so I, did, I was supposed to get left back, but I'm guessing because of the lacks of the, of the school that I was in, they were just like, Oh, sure. well. <laughs> just like yeah, I guess we dude. made a mistake. You yeah, so that was to the fourth grade and see what. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my most defining moment, bro. I literally feel like that would have changed the whole trajectory of my life. I would have had different friends. I would have grown around different people. I would have been a year behind. Wow. So that is my dude. most defining childhood memory. Yo, good for you for for saying <laughs> screw this. I'm going there. This is where I belong. Good for you. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Right, Graduated, so, passed, yeah, did well. Like everything everything worked out well. Well maybe maybe they couldn't read. How about that? <laughs> and it confined to their system. That's what it was. <laughs> conformity. Forget conformity. Uh most defining moment for my childhood. I would say anything that dealt with my mom was when my mom left, my, my dad left was gone. Um, you know, my mom became a single parent uh, home. You know, just watching my mom, you know, live her life. You know, she didn't really date. If she did, it wasn't like in front of my, myself or my brother's face. Um, she went to school while working, while taking care of me and my, my my brother. And so that right there, for the most part, molded me to the person I am, where I'm more compassionate and empathetic to people and in, 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 when people see me, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm as advertised, man. The book is real. The cover is the pages. So if I say how you doing, <laughs> I really mean how I'm really, I'm really mean. I'm checking in on you. I'm not doing it because you have to do it. I'm doing it because that's who I am. So I guess my mom, like you know, she defined who I am and what I became as an adult, as a person. You know, just watching her sacrifice <clears throat> and giving things up and. And and not you know not being selfish, you know. I mean, she did go to clubs and she did party and all that, but whatever. She had to live her life, you know. And I and I can't yeah. fault people for living their lives. And I'm not saying that to say that I'm holding it against her. That I don't want people to think like she just gave up everything. Like she did, she did live. She did have fun, you know. She did travel. She took me and my brother. You know, we went to Belize. You know, we went to California. So she she made sure that we were taken care of and that we were able to experience things, you know, granted, you know, like there's nothing like having a dad there, but it's nothing like having a mom either. So my mom is who I am today. Yes. That's awesome. 
that's beautiful, man. Shout out to the single moms out there putting in the work, doing the job of two. Well, no, she, she, so, but I, well, I'm sorry. She's the reason why you know when I became a dad and I said I would ever be, became a dad, I would do everything in my power to be in my children's life no matter what, because of her. So, like, That's she awesome. is the reason why, like, I am so involved with my kids. Like, yo, like, let's so like let's just let's just be creative. Let's just do things. Let's learn. Like, let's travel. Like, I'm you know, let's have fun. Let's talk to people. Like she is, she is, I am her. I am because of her. Let me rephrase that. I am because of her. And I apologize. I added more. So I apologize, but you know, whatever. It's okay. No need to apologize. It's beautiful. Um, so we like to usually leave our listeners, right? Shavar, with a little little bit of homework, like Go for a way it. to interact with us, a way to like a way to like, you know, take take this episode in and kind of like, you know, take make it their own and, and share how they felt about it. So out of these five, out of these six questions, what what would you like to hear from our, our listeners? Embarrassing moment as a child. Embarrassing moment. <laughs> Listen, I shared an embarrassing moment from my childhood. I expect you to do the same. Awesome. That it's only fair. It's only fair. It's <laughs> so I'm gonna repeat the question if you don't mind. What is your most embarrassing memory from your childhood? Either bring it on. You can tweet us at Synergy Podcast or you can uh, DM us or, or send us a message at Synergy Podcast on Instagram. You can also synergy podcast or send us a message. I'm sorry, synergy podcast on uh, I mean at gmail.com. So those are the other ways you can you can uh, uh, or if you know us, you can just text one of us or you can send us a, a voicemail. <laughs> you know, either way, but you know, but yeah, that's that that's it, Mr. G. Any 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 closing words? Any closing thoughts? Man, stay safe. Wash your hands. Sanitize your phones, bros. Just be smart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, be smart, man. Have fun.